Hello and welcome to the Thoughtful Language Learner podcast. My name is Makoto, and I'm the author of the book The Thoughtful Language Learner. Are you a struggling language learner? Do you feel like you lack the confidence and skills to learn a foreign language? I believe that cultivating self-awareness and understanding who you are as a learner is the key to success. And through this podcast, I'm bringing you the contents of my book. Each episode will cover a new chapter, sort of like an audiobook. And what's cool is I'm bringing you each chapter through some text-to-speech technology. I hope you like it. Chapter 6, Following the Path or Paving Your Own King Solomon is considered to have been the wisest king of Israel, possibly the wisest man who ever lived. We read in the third chapter of 1 Kings in the Bible how God came to Solomon one night in a dream. God told Solomon that he could ask for anything he wanted and that it would be given to him. Realizing the immense challenge of ruling a nation, Solomon asked God for wisdom and understanding. God was very pleased that instead of asking for wealth or long life, Solomon asked for understanding. And God not only gave Solomon great wisdom but also great riches. Soon afterward two young women came to him to have a dispute resolved. Each of them had recently given birth to a son. However, one of the women had accidentally rolled over her son and smothered the child. This woman got up in the middle of the night and switched her dead child with the child of the other woman. In the morning the other woman found a dead child in her arms that was not her own son. But now both women stood before King Solomon claiming that the living child was their son. They looked to the wise king to resolve their dispute. In an unexpected move, King Solomon asked for a sword to be brought to him and to have the living child cut in two. Each woman would be given half of the child. Immediately one of the women pleaded for the child to be spared and given to the other woman. But the other woman agreed with the king's orders to have the child cut in half. The reactions of each woman revealed who the true mother really was. King Solomon ordered the child to be given to the woman who had pleaded for the child to be spared. On that day King Solomon demonstrated great wisdom, but he also demonstrated a more global way of problem solving. A thorny situation was quickly resolved by King Solomon's quick and creative thinking. For some, like King Solomon, solutions seem to come suddenly, like a flash of light. For others, problem solving is often a long and methodical process. In this chapter, we will look at these differences when it comes to learning and problem solving. Understanding your assessment. The ILS questionnaire makes a distinction between sequential versus global learners. This learning style is concerned with your preference for how you approach work and how you solve problems. If you are more of a sequential learner, you are a plodder. You prefer to work in a logical and steady manner. You like to plan out your time and tend not to procrastinate. You appreciate a teacher who provides an outline and who teaches in a step-by-step fashion. Sequential learners work methodically, step-by-step towards a solution. When reading a novel, you will read from cover to cover and make sure you understand each part. Or when writing a paper, it seems only natural to write from beginning to end. The work you do takes a steady and regular pace. If you are more of a global learner, you prefer flexibility and may make more spontaneous choices. You appear to randomly jump around before arriving at a solution. 
When reading a novel, you might skip from one section of the book to another. You might even be the type to skip straight to the conclusion of a book before reading it from the beginning. In the same way, when writing a paper, you might start first from the conclusion and then work on different parts. You like to keep your plans open-ended and not be so fixed on a routine. You might have a tendency to procrastinate. You get the job done in a flurry of work right before the deadline. You might prefer to work under a little bit of stress and pressure. What the research shows. One interesting study looked at learning styles through eye tracking in a slide video learning environment. The researchers took some graduate students and had them take the ILS questionnaire. The students then watched and navigated an interactive website with learning material such as embedded videos, text, and slides while tracking their eye movements. They found that sequential learners kept their eyes fixed on an object a little longer than global learners. And they found global learners moved their eyes at a larger range of motion compared to sequential learners. The researchers concluded, this gave us some indication that for global learners who tend to move their eyes faster and at a larger degree, we may provide a larger screen and show the learning material at once so that they might grasp the whole image easily, while for the sequential learners who tend to learn step by step we may organize the learning material in an incremental form so that sequential learners could focus on one point and move on gradually. The study demonstrates how we are wired differently in how we receive new information. It seems that sequential learners want to receive information and fix their eyes on one piece of information at a time. The global learner scans the entire screen looking for clues to make connections and draw general conclusions. Applying your learning style. The implication of the study above is very helpful. If you are a sequential learner, Receiving small inputs and studying something systematically, like flashcards, is very conducive to your learning style. Having too much simultaneous input might be overwhelming. It is similar to having blinkers or blinders for horses that help them focus and pay attention to what's in front of them. At the same time, this sort of study may feel very constricting if you are a global learner. Maybe you've tried using an app on your phone to study, but found it very difficult to maintain focus. Maybe what you need is a more diversified learning environment. Set up a large study area, like a kitchen table, and have your textbook, dictionary, flashcards, etc. all be laid out in front of you. Having all of your study resources on the table will allow you the flexibility to get input from different sources. More generally, if you are a sequential learner, you need to recognize your preference for logical order and planning. You greatly appreciate having a roadmap for your learning. Most textbooks have a logical progression that takes learners through each stage of learning. Therefore, if you are a sequential learner who relies on a language teacher, you will feel much more organized and at ease if you use a textbook as your primary roadmap for learning. You will feel uncomfortable if you hire a tutor and depend on them to randomly set the learning topics for each session. But remember that language learning cannot always be structured and organized. There are times when your teacher may want to jump around from one task to another task. Or maybe your practical needs outweigh the need to stay with the learning plan. If you are a global learner, something systematic like studying flashcards on your phone might feel too constrained or confined. You might quickly get bored of this type of practice that has you staring at a small screen. But if you insist on studying on your phone, 
maybe there are a few possibilities. You could force yourself to stick to one app for a set time, such as five minutes of practice on a flashcard app, while you prevent yourself from opening any other app. Or maybe have all your study-related apps be placed on the same home screen, that is, don't have any social media apps sitting next to a learning app. Set a fixed amount of time, such as 30 minutes, to stay within the same home screen, but allow yourself to jump around from app to app. For example, one might use this approach when studying Chinese characters with a flashcard app. If one of the characters reminds you of another word that uses the same character, you can open up your dictionary app. You can peruse the dictionary app until you find the other word that you remembered. As you are looking at the character, you start thinking about the stroke order of the character. So you go to the stroke order animation and start watching the order in which to write the character. It reminds you that you have been doing it wrong, so you grab a piece of paper and practice writing it correctly with a pen. Eventually, you make your way back to the flashcard app. All of this is fine as long as you set boundaries. As a global learner, you need to recognize your preference for flexibility and the desire to see the big picture. It may feel frustrating to work through a traditional textbook because the practice feels tedious or rigid. You might feel more comfortable having a tutor or language partner who will go with the flow and give you the freedom to talk about whatever topics interest you that day. Yet, as a global learner, you need a teacher or a textbook that helps you to be thorough in your learning. Although you may see different connections in the overall picture of language concepts, you may have some confusion over individual steps. You may often feel that you understand a particular concept or chapter and want to move on to the next topic. But make sure you slow down and review your understanding. Do a quick review and check to see if you have any gaps in your knowledge. It may even be worthwhile to work on something different and come back to a chapter or topic at another time and see if you still understand the concepts. Or it may be helpful to have a teacher or tutor who works with you to periodically check for any gaps or holes in your knowledge. Find ways to optimize your learning situation to fit your learning style. If you are a sequential learner, but you feel your learning environment is too chaotic, think of ways to add more order to your learning. If you are a global learner and you feel your learning environment is too rigid, think of ways to make your learning more flexible and open-ended. I hope you enjoyed this chapter of my book. If you found it helpful, send me a message, let me know. Also, I have a free PDF that introduces some of the assessment tools mentioned in my book. If you're interested, just go to rebrand.ly forward slash free PDF. Thanks for listening.